Static, episode 140. I'm Alex Lavis. I hope you have an incredible day today. Uh, as always, I got both the boys here with me. Starting off, we got Zach here, who is uh, most definitely going to talk about Pikmin 4 today. Zach, how you doing? How you feeling? I'm going to be honest. I forgot it came out. Pikmin fan, everyone. Not really. He just kind of picked his franchise. I, I, we <laughs> needed a t- Nintendo game since you both had one. I once went Pikmin. Yeah. And he <laughs> just ran with it. Although, I did play the demo, so I'll briefly touch on that later. Because I actually Real really Pikmin enjoyed fan. it. <laughs> Real Pikmin fan. And then we have the proud new owner of a brand new PC. John, how are you? Man, PCs are expensive. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> no, it's a, it's an enjoyable uh, kind of snap decision. <laughs> I'm it's, impressed because I didn't have to tell you to get it over a phone call this time. You know, I thought about it. I almost I almost I almost made you do it and I went <laughs> No, no, not this time. Versus what's been going in our Discord in the PS5. <laughs> oh, I know. Shout out to Steve. Okay, no, so for, for first and foremost, context in the phone call, like for me and John both, like the last like We're bad but, at spending money. Basically. Well bad at making larger purchases. Yes. So I feel like it's probably like a grand total of three PC purchases between you and I both. We've had to call each other and say, I'm sitting here on the purchase screen. Should I buy this? And the other person's like, just fucking buy it. Well, it's like the first time I, I upgraded was when I was living with you, and I didn't even say anything. I just went, okay, come in here real quick. <laughs> <laughs> it was up, and I had the, it was hovering over the purchase. I was just like, click the button. Yes. Just do it. I can't do it. I had to press the button for him. That's just how me and him operate. But then in our Discord, our work Discord, our, our guy Steve here, Sparky3, has been all week begging someone man when i was i was driving i was door dashing when he sent the initial message and when i saw it i bust out laughing because my first thought was my guy you came to the yeah, worst yeah, place yeah, his, his message was somebody keep me from stopping from buying this ps5 and all three of us i feel like had the same reaction it was like seriously i'm like bitch we're the people we're the ones people go to to spend money yeah it's like he came to the worst place for support to get him to not do yeah. it. Because you were like, no, do it. I'm like, yeah, man, we're enablers around here. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah, shout out to Steve. He's got a PS5 yeah, now. Bullied so him cool. into doing it almost. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Zeno, you're a bad no. influence picture of a PS5 in his, in his vehicle. Yes. Yeah, we just started sending gifts of, <laughs> yes. of PS5. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to Steve. Maybe he might come by with chat. I know he's going to be setting up his new who, who PS5. Who was it that put the, the gif of like breaking the PS5? Uh, was that of what? There was a, a gift where someone just was breaking a PS5. Was that Jacob? That was probably Jacob. Jacob. Jacob was the one that was just like, "You can just play it all on PC, bro." I, I saw that gift there, and I, like, I didn't, I didn't send the message, but my immediate response was, "At least he had a PS5 to break." <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Uh, hey, and you know, uh, we also have a, a new PS5 revealed. Uh, that Spider-Man one. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll dive in that in a little bit. That one's digital only. But the plus side is. Can get the shells for either one and separately, which that's like the biggest. That's w. not even the cool Wait, part. Wait, what? That's not the cool part. It's yeah, digitally only. Yeah, the the actual bundle they're selling it's digital only. Uh, but they but they are selling it, the shells there's for a, the there's disc a, edition. Yeah, remember, there's a digital only version of the console and yeah. a disc version of the console. Okay, not yeah. what it sounded like from that statement. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 So it's a. It's, it's the digital PS5. Digital PS5. When you yes. said digitally only, I was like, so you can only get the console digitally? Yes. No. Yeah. I mean, in, in yeah, terms of download it and print it off. Yeah, basically. <laughs> That's why I was like, the <laughs> fuck is this bullshit? But no, it's a digital only console. Correct. Yeah. Not a digital only availability. 
Yes. Okay. Yes. Bingo. I thought you were going to say digital-only console again. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, this motherfucker's about to repeat the sentence. <laughs> oh, uh, Before we actually jump into stuff, first and foremost, if you guys could uh, check out some Rogue Energy. I uh, use Woo! our promo code uh, SPARKY3. Get 10% off. Use the referral link. I mean, really just use the referral link. If you got a different promo code, if they're running a promotion, feel free to hit it up. Uh, use our referral link alone. Support the shit of us. I got uh, some pineapple raspberry coming in at some point. Okay, let me know how it is. I may, I would, I may, I may try to snag a scoop I off you. I bought it Monday. It's apparently still just, they still haven't shipped the shit. Okay. Well, so yeah. I don't know what's going on there. Yeah, I may have to get a scoop from you. I, yeah. I really want to try it. Yeah, no, I've, I've taken, the, what was the other one? Uh, mangoes. Strawberry, yeah, it's strawberry yeah. mango. That, yeah. That's become my new my new work rogue, dude. I love strawberry mango. It's so good. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's my new tub that I've taken to work. I'm like, this is what I have up here. Yeah, now. I need to buy another rocket pop. My rock. I thought I had like one drink left of rocket pop, and I went to go actually make it for this morning, and I open it up. There's nothing in there. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I finished my rocket pop off of the work. I was like, I need something new. This one's good. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, currently, I got the raspberry lemonade coming in. Or raspberry pineapple, uh, some more a rocket pop, and then some great popsicles. Yeah, there you go. Uh, so yeah, definitely check out some Rogue Energy. It's phenomenal. Can't recommend it enough. Uh, also go down and check out Agent Inc. and pick up one of our jerseys. Uh, Animan Plus one's incredible. Uh, honestly, all of them are great, but uh, Animan Plus one definitely stands do out. You have an Animan Plus one yet? No, no. neither of us do. Neither of us do. You keep saying it's incredible. It is, and you don't have it. I know. I know. Look, I, I think it's I've all s- about the allure, John. Man, it is. <laughs> Dude, like, I think I've said this on the cast before, but the reason why I haven't bought anything else is because my brain won't let me. Because my brain, for whatever reason, and it does, it, it goes beyond this merch. It can go to, like, any collection of, like, let's say figures, box set of whatever, whatever it is. My brain won't let me buy one at a time. My brain's like, you have to buy all of them in one purchase. And I just don't buy anything because I, I, can't, I can't buy it right now. And I don't know why my brain is like that. It just is. This man has two limited edition switch boxes. I know. Him. I know. As he, I, as know, he I, know this. I know. Like I just look over. I'm like, bitch, you got two I OLED know, special editions back there. I know, and I haven't got around to buying the jerseys. You know, one day, one day it'll happen. Maybe one day soon. Maybe one day soon. I've had a really good dash week, so maybe one day soon. Anyway, uh, and then, of course, join the Discord, um, anything of that sort. Um, all right, so for today's show, uh, definitely Spider-Man 2 stuff. Going to touch on that. A new trailer. Got a lot of cool accessories we're going to ch- uh, kind of chat about there. PS5 Pro. Uh, going to kind of touch on that and just kind of give our thoughts on, like, I will say... Like, if it's necessary, I guess, we'll, we'll, we'll chat about it. I will say I am very disappointed in us this week because we're going to have to fucking talk about League. <laughs> <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> it's it's gonna have to happen this week. I'm not and sure I'm, why you're disappointed by that, but because okay. Because we, uh, Zach, I hate that game. I mean, I think we've established that before, <laughs> that but game. still, I just I don't I don't like that. I have to talk about. I mean, it. Riot knows what they're doing. They'll bring people back eventually. Yeah, yeah. it happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm I, I'm actually considering playing like actual league, not just TFT. Because, I mean, it's on Game Pass. Don't you so have I, other things to play? I do. He does. I do. A lot of things. I finally picked back up Final Fantasy. Played that for 30 minutes. So shout out to that, I guess. Oh, wow. You, you did know. nothing. <laughs> I was about to say, you went from one town to another. Correct, actually. <laughs> probably, it probably started a quest and watched a cutscene. Correct, actually. <laughs> Uh, then we got uh, more Exoprimal uh, because uh, you know after setting on it some more, playing it some more, it might actually be a game that uh, might be a missed game. So Zach will chat about that a little bit. 
And then uh, uh, John's also got something we're going to chat about as well, which I think I have in the thumbnail, right? Do you want to try saying it? Mecha, uh, Megabellum. Okay. Yeah, Megabellum. Yeah. It's in, it's in the, I, I it's couldn't the remember the name. <laughs> yeah. I was over here. I was like, I know it's it starts with an M. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, <laughs> Megabellum. Uh, chat about uh, some Pikmin 4 as well. Uh, I played the demo, so we'll kind of go into that. All right, let's kick things off with Spider-Man 2. So, of course, right now we have the San Diego Comic-Con, and there, were, there was apparently some other stuff. I, I wanted to kind of throw this out there. Uh, there was some other Marvel-related things shown, uh, but apparently there was something shown for Iron Man, uh, that game, uh, but it hasn't obviously come online. I don't know if it was a trailer or what, uh, and then uh, they showed the trailer for the Captain America Black Panther game again, but no, nothing new on that front, just the same thing. Uh, just, I guess, reminding people that, hey, this is a thing, by the way. You know, we're doing this. Uh, but did get a look at uh, another look at Spider-Man 2, probably the final trailer we'll get before the game comes out. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, very heavy story folks in this one. Finally, I actually got to see Harry, um, you know, for the first time. I literally let off the trailer for it. Uh, I think the biggest takeaway for everyone in this one is that Venom looks sick. I mean, the trailer ends with uh, like a full shot at Venom, not just like an actual like uh, still shot, whatever. But uh, Venom's design looks incredible. And I'm very excited for this. Uh, but, but honestly, one, one thing I'm super pumped for, and I know John's going to be with me on this, it's that fucking controller. Whoa, that controller, controller. Controller looked good. That controller. I, I will get that controller no matter the cost. Dude, it, I'll tell you right now, as as someone who tries to buy these when they come out, yeah. they will put a time of when it's going to go on sale. You got to fucking be there. Yeah. <laughs> otherwise, otherwise you, you, you laid an hour and you missed out. Yeah, I know. No, uh, that's uh, next Friday, I think, is when the pre-orders go up, right? Yeah, it's it's always at a weird. It, it's usually late at night, uh, yeah. When they when they go up, but yeah, controller controller looks sick. Yeah, that controller is like an insta purchase. Uh, you know, like I, like we already mentioned about the uh, the PS Five. They got the PS Five bundle. Uh, it is a digital edition PS Five with the shells. But thankfully, uh, you can just buy the shells separately uh, for both editions of the console. So that's really cool. I, I'm gonna aim to get the shells and swap out from the white shells that I have to the Spider-Man ones because they look super cool. I'm, I might get the shells. Just, I mean, they they look good. Yeah. But also just the plain white ones are kind of basic. Yeah, it, it is basic. No, uh, overall, like the trailer was incredible. Uh, I rewatched it multiple times. Uh, love that there was there was so there was so much that that popped in that trailer that was so cool. Like you know, like um, the obvious meeting again between Miles and Martin. That's going to be really intense in the game. Uh, and then there was one shot where I saw a lot of people questioning online, "Who is this character?" Uh, it, 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 it's just, uh, Yuri as Wraith. So Wraith was in the trailer confirmed. So that's pretty cool. Cause I know, I know some people me, it's just like, I don't remember Yuri using, you know, like, you know, like chains and sice, whatever. It's just, you know, she uses like bands or whatever. I'm just like, well, this, you also have to remember this is a completely original story, you know, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they, you know, this, it's inspired from the comics, but this, this is not a comic story. This is their own version. Uh, but yeah, so Wraith made into the trailer. That was cool. And another another uh, great look at uh, the lizard as well. That was pretty sick. And then new character designs for like MJ and Miles. I saw some people making joke about uh, Miles' new design where it's just like, oh, great. You know, it's like, you know, he's just got the same hairstyle as every other, you know, character out there. Congratulations. No originality. Because I mean, and then there's like a big collage of a bunch of other characters who who all had the exact same hairstyle, you know, as this new style that he's got. I mean, it's a popular haircut. Yeah, Fuck off. Yeah, very popular. Uh, 
Oh, my bad. That was my bad. Um, but no, overall, trailer was sick. Uh, controller uh, controller was sick. Uh, looking forward to picking those up. Um, you, know, you know what's funny? Probably should have realized that uh, there was a trailer to watch after you posted the controller. But I only cared about the controller. <laughs> have you not seen the trailer nope. yet? Dude, that trailer was incredible. I mean, I know it's a thing. I haven't yeah. watched it either. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. you're not even planning on playing it. Correct. So that's yeah. why it doesn't matter to you. Yeah, but here's the thing. At this point, what do you think I'm more excited for? A new special edition controller or a game that I know I was going to play anyway? Fair point. <laughs> <laughs> Fair point. Uh, now, one thing uh, that we're going to just kind of touch on here is PS5 Pro, air quotes, uh, details per Tom Henderson. Now, keep in mind, Tom Henderson is the guy that uh, reported on the Project Q, and everyone's just like, yeah, that's stupid. That's not going to happen. And then it obviously happened. Also, shout out to the fact that, I don't know if you guys saw this, uh, but there's Project Q footage and pictures out in the wild. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. Oh. Uh, I've watched the footage of someone who's got the Project Q turning it on and stuff like that and just kind of going through like, you know, some basic stuff in a quick little, like, one-minute video. Oh, how fun. Yeah, but, I mean, it, it's uh, so that's already out in the wild now. But, uh, no, he's the one that's got the the inside scoop right now on the PS5 Pro. Uh, so this one is Codename Project Trinity. Uh, it's been in development since early 2022. Dev kits are going out this November. Accelerated ray tracing, new 8K performance mode. Uh, it'll be 4K60 constantly, and it's estimated for a November 2024 release. Uh, so the one thing I kind of want to chat about with this is, like, I, for me personally – Besides the simple fact, like from a business perspective, it's like just, you know, money. I get it. But like, I, I don't, I genuinely don't feel like this is necessary. At least that's my, my stake on it. I, I think it goes into the fact that like, yeah, we've been in this generation for three years now, but it doesn't really feel like it since like there was so much like yeah, it's, availability yeah, issues. Yeah, and yeah, like, we're still in cross gen right now. Cause keep in mind, guys, like Ragnarok came out in the PS4. Resident Evil 4 Remake came out on the PS4. Which, like, that's still fucking wild to me that Ragnarok came out on PS4. Yeah, I know, right? So it's just like, it doesn't, like, I still don't fully feel like we're in that next generation yet because we're still doing so much cross stuff. But here's also why I'm just questioning why it's, like, what is this necessary? Is like when the PS4 Pro happened and when the Xbox One X, is that what it's called? Yeah. When, that, when those happened, those made sense. Because like 4K like TVs and stuff was becoming more available at a more friendly uh, potential like you know um, mm-hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of the word well, it was uh, all, it was impulsive also, purchase. It was also know. like six years into the cycle. Yeah. So I mean, like right now we haven't even really had games pushing the limit of what we can do really on on what yep. we have. Or yeah. it's like if it's like there's limitations that are there, but the difference between them maxing out. PS5 currently in them and it using like half of its capabilities. Average person's not going to be able to tell the difference. Mm-hmm. As long as as long as the game runs well and looks decent, that it's like most people aren't going to notice the like the the massive or like the minor changes that you get at the like the very high end. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, <clears throat> it's, I don't know. It seems a bit early to be going to a pro. Uh, yeah, and that, that's my mindset because, like, you know, I don't know what's going to be the what's going to be the big selling point for it. You know, like the PS4 Pro, Xbox One X, the selling point was, uh, you know, 4K capabilities. Like, I get that, you know, but like in this case, like, is your selling point going to be 8K when people aren't going out and buying 8K TVs because it's still not in the price range or where someone's willing to run to a store and uh, maybe have an impulse selling, buy? And some selling, people going, there's 8K already? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know what the selling point's going to be? 
going to be more readily available in the base PS5. That's fair. Probably. <laughs> that's probably not is. wrong. It probably is. It's yeah. like realistically, that's it's like they're probably when they were looking into making a cheap, like a more readily available one, they were probably just like, fuck it. Why don't we just make the pro already? And it's like, okay, it's been three years. How much more technology can you fit into there yeah, exactly. to, to really like take advantage of it? Yeah, sounds like it. Tech problems. All right, I think we're good now. Uh, but no, you know, you're 100% right because it's just like, you know, what what are you going to do in that three year gap? Because it's even the same point where it's like, Mike, uh, granted, Microsoft could always be full of shit. Uh, but Microsoft's already said numerous times that they're not planning on a, new, a next gen refresh because it's like, we still have like, so much more power that we can draw out of this thing yeah. right now. Yeah, that would, it's I mean, and they might do because they're just spending their money on acquiring people, so they're probably not even worried about that right now. That's true. Yeah. And I mean, also, look at the first party Microsoft games we've been getting. They haven't exactly been pushing the uh, the bounds of yeah, yeah, no, of what the console can do. Yeah, true. And you know what's also funny about all this is that you know we're gonna get like this PS5 Pro next year or whatever. Uh, but one thing to keep in mind is that we are supposed to apparently get a PS5 revision later this year. The one that I think they're going away from that disc-based one. It's it's like the design is going to only be the digital design, which let's be honest, that looks like the more natural design for the console. Yeah. Uh, and it's gonna have a, a detachable disc drive. <laughs> So that's going to be the new future. Yeah, so we don't need disk drives. Shut up, John. Yes, we do. Why? I need disk drives. Dude, the, <laughs> the games are available for digital purchase. I'm aware, John. But I would get the disk drive because ideally, since that console is going obsolete, its price will go up. See, that's my thoughts. Anyone that's got a disk-based PS5, yo, you've, you've got a gem. <laughs> like, you're go, like, give it a few years. That thing is going to be a gem. Uh, so shout out to that. John's in thought. I don't know if I have the digital edition or not. <laughs> I've never, I've never tried, I've never looked at it that close. Was it in a black box or a white box? Does it look like it has a tumor growing out of the side of it? That's also a good question. Have you ever looked at your PS5? <laughs> That's also it's a on, good question. It's underneath my TV. So no, he is not. <laughs> I don't need to look at it that often. It's like it, it turns on when I push the button on the controller and I don't have to put a disc in it because I buy everything digitally. <laughs> He's probably got the digital edition then. I mean, it, that, how much did it cost? Knowing John. Fuck, dude, 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 you know how much shit I buy. I don't that's know. That's fair. That's fair. It's quite possible John could have a disc version, not even know. I might have one and not even know. <laughs> well, you better check that if you're going to buy those shelves. <laughs> well, yeah, I'll check it before then. Yeah. Oh, you, you, so you're going you know, to look at your PS5 for once. Yeah. <laughs> How often do you need to look at the console when you're playing it? I don't know. I mean, I look at it. Why? I, is the look, game not entertaining? It is, but my <laughs> eyes wander. I can't help it. All right, Russell Crowe. <laughs> I can't help my eyes wander, okay? Um, but no, PS5 uh, seems kind of silly. You know, we'll we'll see. You know what continues to come out of it, and what will be the big selling point for it. I guess we'll also see if Microsoft responds. Uh, anyway, let's uh, let's let's do Exoprimal. You know, you've spent some more time with it. Yeah. Uh, not as much of a dumpster fire. You're still really enjoying it. And I, and you, the way that he put it in our Discord is that the more that he plays it, this might be a missed game. Yeah, just because. And I, I'm gonna be honest, he may just because it wasn't what I was expecting from a live service game, so it caught me off a bit. 
So, if you missed last week's episode, I'm not going back yet through the whole exoprimal stuff. But, um, main setting to know is just you're some exofighter getting warped through time and you have to constantly fight dinosaurs and whatnot for these war games. So, I'm going to get a slightly nitty gritty because it's a lot of the small details that really catch it and sort of bring this game out to me. It's just like, so for each, for some, from when you start, it keeps track of how many matches you've played. And more or less through the progression of the matches, you unlock cutscenes and whatnot, and then lost data to progress the story and whatnot. And really, is the small stuff. It just it really makes it where it's not just a live service game, and it really actually has the whole story base of where the Leviathan AI is a character, not just this giant thing that's annoying as shit at the beginning of matches and just saying stuff. Because like going through the matches, like the first like five or eight, he just bonds in and says the same thing. I'm Leviathan, welcome to the war games, yada, yada, yada. And as you get more games in, it then starts progressing to him saying other lines, saying something about, oh, you showed good stuff of just your stats on this map or as the character you're playing as currently. And then it just throws in random shit at you and where it goes from just the simple waves that John and me were doing to just fighting regular dinosaurs and whatnot and things like that, the arena defense, and then uh, suddenly opens up and I get to the final... um, my squad gets to the final mission before the actual like PV or PVP thing. It's just like anomaly detected. What? The map goes red and everything, and just like spawning swarm. It points you up to a skyscraper and just thousands of dinosaurs raining down upon you. Yeah, go, okay. So the shots that was like in the trailer. Yeah, and shit, I just go. Got it. Well, fuck. This is different. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, and just as you progress, it just starts doing these different things to really that changes it the waves start getting harder like the area defense becomes more frequent and like the first area defense it gives you this giant square they're coming at you and now i'm at area defenses where we have this small fucking bridge we have to stand on a charge and dinosaurs coming from the side of it starts adding more varieties of dinosaurs to make it more difficult adds in more pvp stuff to make it more relevant where there's a actual which is part of one of the main storylines things where you go into it and it starts up and it does a whole cutscene with the Magnum guy shows up. I'm just like, hey, buddy. Hey, I'm going to have you help me collect data. Let's do this. You do the regular and then now you have a sort of scuffed PvP of each team has a hammer. You have to charge the hammer to break through walls. You then at the end have to fight to see who can break the last barrier. It becomes a bit of a shit show of protect the VIP, essentially, because you've got to protect whoever has the hammer so they can strike the objective, and the other team's being pricks and trying to kill your VIP. <laughs> so it becomes a giant shit show in that PvP. And more or less, just as you're progressing and doing each battle, just more stuff are adding in and whatnot, and just, it throws in that just story-related element of just like, hey, we're doing this now. I hope you've been paying attention to the story because we're doing this now. <laughs> to one point where just randomly the game's just like, all right, we're done with this. It yoinks everyone out, and now we're having a raid fight. And instead of it's two teams of five, everyone's a team of ten trying to have a goddamn raid fight against a dinosaur. <laughs> okay, a couple questions Stop. for you. One, how many, ma- roughly, because I know mm-hmm. you're not, roughly how many matches till you get to, like, the anomaly stuff where it starts raining dinosaurs? Uh, about ten. And, like, to the harder sections of the defense like you're talking about where instead of it being like big match big uh, stuff like that it really starts coming because it more or less progresses of just like how the whole setting is leviathan is uh doing these war games to get exo 
uh, suit data. And as you like from the 10 where it starts seeing like the more knobblies, like within like three to four matches, it starts adding in like the other large dinosaurs, the neosaurs, things like that. And more or less it's, and he's readily saying like, oh, you're more experienced. We're upgrading yada, yada, yada. So like, it's very much with recording those games of just like, you have played games, you're now on the more experienced end and Leviathan's taking that data and is like, let's up the difficulty. Yeah, see, because my, my whole problem that I had with the game yeah. is it was like the level of difficulty in the early matches was so minuscule yes. that it wasn't fun, Yeah, at least for me. And it's like, it's one of those things where, yeah, I mean, it's like getting to those harder challenges and stuff would be fun, but I don't know. I don't. And I feel that. Putting the, it's like, the thing is, if I could jumpstart to that, I would have a lot more fun. Because all it is, is you're just putting the time in. Yeah. It's like, it's just a put the time in factor to get to that point. And I feel you. I still stand by my statement of last week. It just this, it's game still not for everyone. Because if you don't like that type of gameplay, I could very much see not wanting to bother with it. But at the same time, it's just my big thing is just the little details and whatnot of how they've structured the game. Oh, yeah. No, that that mm. makes sense. I yes. see why you like that. My, my my problem with the base, like the entry level of the game, yeah. like the stuff they show in the trailer is not the entry level of the game. Correct. That's the you've you've put in the 10 to 20 matches or so, and yeah. now you get to have the fun part of it, or you get to see all the cool stuff of the game, Yeah, which is, which was my main problem is because I, it's like that stuff. I would probably like to play that when mm-hmm. it's got the anomalies or the raid fights or like the, the more interesting challenges to it. That yeah. Then you actually have a challenge. Yeah. But the early one is like, okay, well, I guess I'm going to spend 15 minutes putting the time in on this and just kind of doing whatever, because I don't know. It didn't like, yeah, it was mostly down to the challenge of it where it was like, I'm not even trying to, it's like, I'm not even trying to really focus on doing anything and I'm, I'm outscoring everyone here. And I got that because I felt the same way initially, but I just put more time. But I mean, that may change a bit because they did also release their roadmap this past week. And like next Friday, they will actually be releasing a new game mode called the Savage Gauntlet which is going to be more of that sort of end-tier stuff of um, anomaly stuff and whatnot of just surviving a gauntlet, uh, the two teams fighting it out, trying to see who can survive longer. So, I mean, it's sort of a time wave thing from what it sounds like. Yeah, more of get in there, see how long you last. Yeah. Which, which I mean, for a game like that, looks to be, I mean, honestly, that look, that's the fun part of the game. Yeah. In which, along with that roadmap, Season 2 is going to involve their Street Fighter collab when we're going to see the Ryu suit. Mm -hmm. And then they've also announced Season 3 is going to be Monster Hunter related Mm -hmm. and collab. And besides that, they're also going to be releasing in, I think it was the second week of August, 10 variants of each of the suits, which were going to be more or less different play styles for each suit. So overall, I've still been enjoying it and just... I feel, as I said, I feel like it's going to be a missed game because as John's saying is to get to the stuff that I said, you have to put in that time. Yeah. And if you don't like that initial stuff, like people sometimes do, you're going to sort of miss this sort of nice thing of a live service game. Just And again, I think other live service have done something like this, but I feel like 
it's just sort of caught me off because it was not what I was expecting from this. Right. And it's sort of just a nice touch to it. Yeah. Like, there's a fun game in there. Yeah. It's just, you got to get it's, to the yeah, fun the, game. <laughs> see, the, yeah, the, the, the big problem with it is a lot of these games where it's like, it, where it is kind of like live service, Put you got to put the time in to get to the really yeah. fun stuff. A lot of these, they they show you that stuff early. It's like, it may be, you may be in your first, second, third match or something like that. And it's like, okay, or like, or even like in a, kind of like a, uh, ARPG or something like that. Just something, other games along these lines. They show you the cool stuff early. Yeah. It's so that's like, here's the taste of it. Keep going and you get more of this. Whereas Exo Primal seems like, okay, now that you've, it's like, yeah, 10 matches, not the, not the longest. Yeah. It's like, it's relatively early. But in a game like that, if you, I wonder, I would like to see the stat of, or like a rough stat of like, how many people, stop before the 10 match or like the before that point because they're like not feeling it when it's like that would have been the determined like the changing point where they go if there's more of that i'll keep going well mm-hmm. to be fair um as an xbox as of a pretty much a week since the game's release that point where it has the whole raid fight and whatnot is sort of like a marker for the storyline and it gets an achievement and at the time it still had not hit the Ten percent of players have seen this thing. Oh no! Okay. So yeah, there's. I would say there's probably. I would assume that there's probably a large number of people who did what I did. Yes. Where you yeah, loaded, you, you play a couple matches, and you go, not really for me. Whereas if you loaded in and within five, like the first five matches, mm-hmm. they had like, oh look at all, look at all that happening up there. Yeah. It's like yeah. that's what I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. The people that could actually, you know, get through it, get through yeah. the little first part. Yeah, because all the trailers and everything for it were was like, very heavy was focused like, on the, dinosaurs raiding from yes. the sky. It would show you like hundreds of dinosaurs on the screen or like giant dinos. And which like, it does have one moment of that very early. And I think in like very early where it has a bunch of dinosaurs spawn on a bridge and come at you. But it can be very easily missed because if you have a good defender, they can just fucking block them on the bridge and murder the shit <laughs> Well, that, was, that was the thing in like the matches I was like the couple that I did it was like dinosaur spawned a dinosaur died instantly yeah mm-hmm. so it's like unless someone wasn't paying attention you just didn't see it happen right well for everyone uh, that you know that even could be a slight bit curious it's on game pass just try it so just kind of like uh you know, whenever I asked you if there was any redeeming qualities about Redfall, you said it's like on Game Pass, you don't have to pay for it. Yep. Yeah. So you give it a shot. Uh, so, John, what's what's this game you've been playing? What's what's uh, Mechabellum? Oh, Mechabellum. Okay. What's what's going on here? This is a game a buddy of mine what recommended to me. Uh, you guys might actually like the sound of this. Okay. Uh, but it has it has major flaws. Okay. Uh, oh, Mecha, okay. Mechabellum is a it's. A, I mean, it's an auto battler, okay. Uh, that has one v one and two v two, okay. And there's tournament modes in there. I haven't really messed with them, but uh, it's an auto battler where you start a match and you basically get four op four random kind of options uh, for your starting units and kind of your perk. So like some some will be like uh, like a supply specialist where you get fifty bonus like credits which is the money to unlock and everything you get like 50 bonus per round or 
another one is like you start with the level three marksman or you or something like that just various things like that like uh giant units don't cost anything to research or aerial units don't cost anything to research it's basically just a perk you get for selecting them and then it gives you your starting units uh and then it's a it's a battlefield you're basically creating a giant mech army uh so you can place your units or uh as soon as you unlock your units you place them on the battlefield kind of wherever you want to uh and you can only move them before on the round that you buy them before the round starts and once they're placed there and the round starts that's where they live for the rest of the fight or for the rest of the match you don't get to remove them or anything unless you get like a special perk for it mm-hmm. uh and then every round you can uh research which is basically just unlocking another unit that you can be able to use and you can purchase and place two units uh per round so uh, like every round you can place two new two new like units for your army uh and then in between round uh i don't remember yeah it's every round as well uh after the first one you get like essentially like augments from like tft or something Mm. Where it's like you could get a missile strike, or later in the game you could get a nuke, or you can just take some money, uh, little things like that. Uh, and then, uh, then like when the round starts, armies just kind of go do their thing. And uh, it's been it's been pretty fun. The two v two mode, uh, Zach, you might like this. Okay. In the two v two mode. It's double up rules. Oh, cool! So if you beat them, <laughs> if you beat your opponent, your army goes to fight with your with your if if, Ally. Like, if you win your fight and your partner loses their fight, the round's not over until someone oh until, w- one, until side's one side's completely, side's completely dead. That's oh, funny. Okay. Uh, and then each side has like two towers as well, which uh, if you destroy one of the towers, then. Uh, you weaken their units and you do more damage to them. They do less damage to you for a few seconds during that. And uh, after the first round, you can place... There's, like, places on the on the battlefield map mm-hmm. where you can flank your enemy. So you could, like, place a, a unit behind them to try, yeah. to, to try to catch them off guard and rush their tower down and stuff like that. So there, there's there's some decent strategy to it. It's, it is... It is one of those where it's very fun early on playing, kind of as you're getting a handle of the game yeah. and playing it, it's fun. Uh, but it is, it, the, the units are not, they're not super balanced or they're not bad, like really that balanced at all. Uh, some units are just way better than others. Uh, and for like, and it's like some units are really good. There's like some early cheesy tactics you can do to kind of just, like, win early. Uh, or, like, win early rounds and kind of get an advantage. And, just be scummy? Yeah. So it's like, there, there's a lot of cheesy shit you can do. And then there's a lot... It's like there's several units that are just way better than others. But even with that, it's still been fun. Because the matches don't take that long. Uh, because for every surviving member of your army that's left every unit you do a certain amount of health to them so like basic basic units uh do like 50 health if a single member of the unit survives giant units 
uh, do 400. And that's the, that's the largest. And how much health do you start with? Uh, so I've only played the 2v2 mode and it combines your health. So the, the thing you pick at the beginning, which has like your perk associated with it, they have different, they have varying amounts of health. So it's from like 2,000 to like 3,000 okay. would be your range there. All right. So it's it's one of those where in it's kind of like double up in TFT where if you're crushing the guy you're facing off against but your partner's having trouble, then hopefully you can beat the one who, who's beating up on them. Because, yeah. Uh, but it is fun when you have, like, when you get into it and, like, nobody's, like, going super, like, super cheesy tactics or anything, and everybody's just building giant units and having these these massive, like, massive armies just colliding into each other. It's so much fun. <laughs> but there's, it's like, there's a, not to get too nitty-gritty, there's a lot of little systems with it. Like, each, each unit has, like, four perks mm-hmm. that you could assigned to them, whether it be increased range, increased damage, movement speed, summoning other units, things like that. Uh, that kind of like the later in the game, you try to upgrade those and things. Yeah. And then there's a whole system where like as you level up, you unlock like tech points because every every different unit also has additional points or like te- uh, technologies that you can unlock that you have to swap out because they can only have like four at a time. Okay. Uh, so like you can swap out if you don't ever, if there's a unit where you're like, I'm never going to use that on them or level I'll, I'll never buy that on them. You can unlock and swap that out for something else. But yeah, it's a, uh, it's just a fun little auto battler. It's a, uh, it seems like it has an interesting take because you explained a little to me last night. It more or less sounds like an RTS auto battler. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like RTS armies fighting each other without having to gather resources. You don't have the 30 minutes of gathering resources yeah, and everything yeah. before you send your army after each other. Uh, How much is it? It's like 15 bucks. Yeah, $15. It's not bad. Yeah, it's like 15 bucks. I think like about the longest match we've had was like 20 minutes and that was like a nail biter like swapping rounds every time mm-hmm. down to like i think one round we survived the final round with like 50 hp and then beat them the next round mm-hmm. or something but and i think that went like 10 rounds or something like that and that's by far the longest game we've played mm-hmm. sometimes you sometimes the, the battle be over in four rounds it's just the way it'll go sometimes right Ends quick, yeah, I get that. But yeah, it's a it's a lot of fun. And if I mean, if if you like kind of like strategy auto battler type games, it's pretty fun. Like I said, though, it sounds like it'll on, just be a good time killer kind of game. Yeah, it's not too stressful. It has an MMR like system in it, but it's kind of meaningless because I mean, you can climb up real quick, or you can go, or you can fall down. It's you don't gain or lose a whole lot. They they have like tournaments and stuff. So some people go really hard on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, the good news is if you face one of those people, it'll be a quick match. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's being positive, I guess. That's one way to look at it. But yeah, I mean, queue times have been pretty quick. You can set up private rooms and stuff as well. And like mm-hmm. I said, there's a 2v2 mode, so it's like, I, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a sucker for some of these games that have like 2v2 modes. Like ever since Double Up, me and Zach playing that in TFT. Yeah. When you have a game that has like those mechanics of it. It's just fun. Right. 
I've been really enjoying TFT. Yeah, the set's sort of meh. The set is meh, but I'm just enjoying just the general game itself. I'm See, look, I'm already very excited for whatever the next set's going to be. Because out of every set I've randomly jumped into, this is my least favorite. <laughs> I mean, my favorite thing about that I've done with this set, because I did play it a little since last week, is the whole portal choosing thing at the beginning. If I see fucking still water hold, I pick it every time because it doesn't allow any augments that game. Yeah. I just make it classic TFT. <laughs> yeah. That, I mean, that's fair. Every time that's been one in the pool force, I don't think it's ever been... Because nobody wants to play won. without yeah. Aug- yeah. augments. Yeah. Yeah. No, what? like you usually there's one or there's usually at least one person who wants to be that guy. You know what I mean? But it's and never, I'm that person every it's time. Ne- it's never landed for him. I've gotten right? it twice. Nice. Everyone hated you, I bet. Oh, I bet they did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the other half of the lobby's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's on like one that's like really good, whatever. And then Zach's just over there on that one. She's like, hey, hey, fuck you. <laughs> We're playing classic TFT fuckers. Yeah. No, I, I the set I like is classic man, but, TFT. I mean, I'm, I'm fine I'm with just, it too. I'm just enjoying the game. Um, just a nice time killer. They okay. they released a new mode today, uh, Soul Brawl, or last night, I guess. I didn't play last night, but no, they patch. Don't they patch on Tuesdays? Uh, it came out either Tuesday evening, because yeah, that was oh, when okay. the whole live stream thing was. I, I know I saw some tweets from TFT last night that they were about to send a patch live. So that's why I assumed it was probably, probably, uh, it was probably, probably a hot fix. Yeah, probably yeah. bug fix or something. Yeah, but uh, I've been playing. I've been playing Soul Brawl today. I've been really enjoying that one. It's basically just like a tournament mode. Yeah, you spend three rounds, three sets of goes, just fighting and building up your soul energy. And yep. which, after all that, you go into a tournament bracket. It randomizes you, and you either lose twice and die, or you just lose all your soul power. One of the whichever happens first. Yep. I mean, I've have been you out. won a tournament yet? No, nah, I've gotten second place like three times. So that's it. So, here's what it is. See. So you've been playing the new TFT mode. Yeah, been playing the new two v two v two v two mode. Yeah. So is that like just deathmatch rules? Kind of. It's like a small arena, uh, and then it's like, well, is it battle right rules? Well, what it is is two. It's two teams of two that face off against each other. So you, you're just facing two people in, yeah. in the arena. Uh, and yeah, it's just last team standing Okay, uh, for there. It's like you have to kill the two of them uh, to win the round. And then you kind of just progress through. Uh, the most annoying thing about it has been certain. It's like when you get into it, they have like certain like rounds where there'll be, there'll be like an echo of a champion there. Like mm-hmm. it'll be a, one of them is Pike, where every few, like every seven seconds or something, he'll dash across the the map to the furthest person from the center, and he stuns and does damage to anything that's in the line. And there's one that's Lux that'll just rotate one direction until they until someone walks in the path of it, and then she fires off a laser, and then she'll rotate the other direction, and it's just that. <laughs> one of them is. It's like another one is Samira, where she's just there, and if if you get CC'd, well, fucking here comes Samira to one shot you, or not necessarily one shot you, but yeah, yeah, yeah. coming over to like just to beat your shit, to, up. to fuck you up. Yeah. She's going to end you. Yeah. <laughs> you will die. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's just it's it's two v two mode, and it's league. Some characters are way better than others in that mode, and uh, it's one of those things where you do get to ban at the beginning of the match, okay. which. The, God help you if you couldn't, because <laughs> you would see the same characters every game. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we've been playing it. I've got we got we got some wins in it, but uh, it's fun. It's just chaos. Like there's a lot of chaos Love happening chaos. in it. Uh, and yeah, we've just been. So they don't play, we don't play League anymore. We don't know what what a lot of these characters do. So yeah. We just started, but we own a lot of them, or we own most of them. So we just this morning we were just picking characters we've never played before to see what they did and so, see how well we could do with them. Yeah. So it was fun. So yeah, that's basically what I would do uh, if I, if I got back on League. Because if, if I was to get back on League, I would just do it through uh, Game Pass to get all the champions, and I would just pick random characters. Like, oh, let's see what this person does. That's I have no, fair. I have no fucking clue. <laughs> Like there, there's so many characters that I've never played. Even whenever I did play League, and the last new character that I remember when I was playing was maybe Tom Kinch. I it was was maybe the last new character I remember when I played. So it's been a while. I don't uh, know. I, I I we were joking about it yesterday. We were playing. It's like once a once a about once a year we dust off the old league setup when there's a <laughs> when Earth mode comes back and we'll play it for a weekend. Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, and then we close it down until we get into a TFT set. Yep, <laughs> that's fair. Dust off the old leagues. There you go. I mean, he's not wrong. That's yeah. that's, that's how I play league now. It's it's for TFT and the occasional Earth. Like, yeah, the occasional Earth. Yeah. Just remember what John said at the start of the show. We got to talk about league. I fucking hate league. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, the amount of the amount of people that play league and really enjoy it. Such a small subset of the community. Oh, easily. <laughs> yeah. At this point, yeah. And usually the, the people that enjoy League are the people that are still new to League. Like, they, they, there's the people that are new to League, and there's this, there's those people that's been around for a while and somehow just completely enjoy it still. But I definitely feel like the percentage for the people that enjoy it is more on newer players than it is on the longtime players. The longtime players that just play that game, it's just one of those games where you're just like, beating your skull against the wall just because this is your life and this is what you're doing with it. <laughs> you're just in a grasp and you can't get out of it. That's that's basically what the long-time league players are, yeah. at least in my opinion. That used to be me. It was, yeah. Now, you I, broke play, out now I play Rocket yeah, League. Now, now you're now a Rocket, League, Rocket League Yeah, he's a Rocket League guy now. <laughs> uh, oh. Same thing, just a, a little different. Yeah. I will say this. One, one thing that I did uh, hop into this week, and man, I had a great time. Is I hopped into Modern Warfare Two, dusted off, dusted it off the shelf with the new servers. Yeah, with the with the fixed servers, popped in there. Had a great time, Wait, man. Twenty twenty two Modern Warfare Two or original Modern Warfare? No, 2? the original. Okay. Yeah, the original with the fixed servers. Now, thanks to thanks to Microsoft, uh, which I think I have that in this week's weekly wrap up. So shout out to that because uh, uh, I think it was last yeah uh, last week uh, I think I shout out that the uh, servers for old games got fixed and like Black Ops yeah it was Black Ops had like 10,000 you know 100,000 yeah. players whatever uh, well Activision Blizzard confirmed it was Microsoft was the one who fixed all the servers and made them runnable there was somebody at Microsoft was like Thank God, let me fix your shit now so I can play. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's been a dude just sitting there <laughs> waiting, waiting, waiting to click the Licking button. his lips. Just like, oh, buddy. He's like, I'm about to be the, the most liked person in this company. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I hopped on Modern Warfare 2, and it was great. I had a great time. I, I just played te- a few rounds of Team Deathmatch. I didn't go into Search and Destroy yet. Um, but no, I had a great time, dude. It's just, like, it was so funny, though. First round... You know, the first game that I've played of Modern Warfare 2, 
in probably like eight years hop in there my ump 45 had a great time had a great game i'm like man it's just like riding a bike going to game two got my shit wrecked i'm like never mind it's not like riding a bike <laughs> i got my shit wrecked the going second game. back to modern warfare 2 like classic time and he's pulling out the ump yep come on and man then i pulled out the tar 21 after come that on, man have this a, means have nothing a little, to me have a little class what's the class john f2000 <laughs> tar 21 <laughs> hey that was my that was that was my first prestige gun that's uh, I, I used that one for my first prestige then i moved yeah. on from it uh tar 21 was mine uh through my my original run there and then it and then it went to ump and i've used the acr and just the, the famas the famas was one as well that i used a lot of but uh but yeah no i mean i had, I had fun it was it was fun to hop on there uh just you know for old time's sake and you know i'll, I'll probably i'll probably end up hopping back on again since i got it installed kind of want to get on modern warfare 3 now you know install that one and play that one for a little bit too because that, that that was like my heyday for cod like i, I wasn't a big black ops guy i hopped on with the boys to play uh, some uh, miscellaneous game mode. I don't remember what it was. Uh, and then, um, uh, then of course, zombies. Never played really Black Ops 2 or anything like everyone else. I was just a Modern Warfare 2, Modern Warfare 3 guy. So it, it was fun. No, it was Modern Warfare 2 until, what was it, Black Ops 4? Yeah, and you got real hard. That's when I went. That's what I came back. Yeah. I went real hard into that. See, the funny thing is with you, you just like randomly became a COD guy for a little bit. Like you were playing COD like all the time. Well, I got <laughs> I got Black Ops Four to play Blackout, but I didn't know anybody that played Blackout, so I just got really into the COD until I found out a buddy of mine had Blackout, and then that's all we played. Yeah, but I also didn't get into like we didn't play a whole lot of like the normal modes. Mm-hmm. Black Ops Four had like a. They had like a Counter Strike version of the game. They had like a Counter Strike game mode where you had to buy at the beginning of every round. Oh, got, okay. Got really into that mode. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of Activision Blizzard. Yep. We Here had we had season one of Diablo start. Yep. And let me tell you, it's amazing. Let me tell you something. <laughs> it's uh, so good. The, Rogues have assless, assless chaps. The patch leading into the uh, into season one, nobody was fucking happy. <laughs> yeah. How big was the patch? Oh, they just nerfed the fuck out of everything. Oh. Yeah, they just basically made the game a lot there was, harder and there, just nerfed everything. There was to the so ground. much outcry immediately. I mean, not everything was nerfed to the ground. Yeah, they nerfed yeah. a bunch of stuff and like. The, it wasn't even the fact that they nerfed damage. They nerfed everything across the board. Made, Oof. like, survivability and everything. So, Oof. like, survivability was already kind of an issue for a lot of classes. I mean, like, Druid, not an issue at all. Druid, I mean, Druid's still fantastic. But the uh, survivability was hit really hard, uh, as well as, like, damage and stuff. Uh, like, survivability based on just stats and the fact that damage is lower means you're fighting longer, means higher potential for being killed yeah uh but yeah the outcry was so so immediate and uh loud we'll just use that word that's a nicer word uh that they um they immediately scheduled for like this yesterday to have a uh a campfire stream is what they call it where they kind of outline or like take community questions and kind of outline responses and stuff like that. I just want the community questions. What'd you fuckers do? So and, and they did they did acknowledge. They said, uh, 
based on the feedback we've gotten from from the way this patch was done, uh, we will never be doing a uh, patches this way. We've rewritten our processes, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so now before anything ever goes live, like because no, what's been happening is the patch goes live and we get notes. Yeah. Now they'll be putting the notes out several days beforehand so they can adjust anything. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And uh, up, up, it seems like they're they're kind of backpedaling on a, some of the stuff, like because it seems like they had the attitude of we're we're gonna we're gonna slash everything and <laughs> see where we are. That seems just like a weird way to do it, though. Do patch notes and see how the community reacts, and then patch it instead of just. Well, couldn't they do like it's, a it's test like, server? It, it's like they're really just trying to get the community's approval. It's like, hey, is this cool with you guys? No. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that just <laughs> seems very an interesting stance on the developers. Uh, choice instead of like trying to set up like a PBE. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. It's the thing of like right now everything moves kind of slow yeah. for it. It's like new. It's the new game. They don't have everything set up. A lot of the stuff's still not being fixed. Like resistances still aren't going to be fixed till season two. Oof. Because uh, resistances like they don't fucking work right now. All right. Or it's like trying to stack resistances doesn't do anything. You barely get any resistances and they're they're kind of bugged. Uh. But yeah, it's it's one of those where they it's like they kind of slashed everything across the board and we're like, well, we'll see where we are here and then kind of go from there cuz they apparently they were also planning like some of the higher content was going to get cut like kind of cut back in that. So they mm-hmm. released they did release like an emergency hot fix uh that went through that changed like how high high end Nightmare dungeons worked. Okay. Uh, so like pr- the preview from yesterday, like the tier seventy is now the equivalent of tier one hundred. Okay. Uh, because with the damage nerfs and everything that they put in, would have been damn near impossible to clear a one hundred. Because because they like, I mean, you could have done it. It would just taken a long time, and certain classes just wouldn't have been able to do it. Uh, so a lot of, a lot of interesting feedback around, uh, patch notes and kind of their, their take on how they're going to be doing it going forward. As far as the actual season goes, it's whatever. It's Diablo. I mean, it's, it's whatever. I mean, it's not my favorite thing. I, I have issues with it because the, the way the season works is like there's certain dungeons and stuff that you can go into and fight. Uh, corrupted monsters basically which drop or when you kill them you can get a uh, a little accessory that goes into your jewelry slots that basically work as kind of like essentially a legendary aspect so it's like having an extra legendary that you can sock it in uh some of them are kind of whatever i'm playing a necromancer there's some cool like there's a i mean the only cool one that i have right now is uh, when I'm, like, as I'm walking around, it just auto-detonates corpses using the skills that I have on my bar. Oh, that's nice. So it's like corpse explosion keeps going off. If if I, I'm not using minions right now, uh, I just kind of, uh, I just kind of sacrificed them to see how it plays without having them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's one of those where if you had minions... It'll auto summon them with corpses, and it's it's actually kind of smart because it it uses the skills kind of 
in a priority order. Uh, so if you don't, if you didn't have any minions done, it'll always summon to your max level of minions before okay. it starts using other skills, and then it'll prioritize like if a skill, uh, if a skill has like a CC associated with it, it'll use that before the damage skills, or at least from what I've seen so far. Okay. Uh, the other nice thing is the internal cooldown for that automatically happening and you manually casting the ability, two different cooldowns. So you, it, it can, like, that uh, ability can go off, and then you can manually use the exact same skill that just went off uh, without having a cooldown associated with it. Or you can use it because the cooldowns are on different timers. Okay. So your active ability and that automatic version of it uh, are two separate things, which is nice. But it gets all the the auto the automatic one gets all the benefits from your passives and everything associated with it, which is which is nice. Uh, but that's the only cool thing I've seen. My gripe with it is, or at least so far, is like these particular dungeons that they have to do it. You clear the dungeon, and at the end of it, you have to you have to have a consumable item to like activate the end the thing at the end of it to get like some of the higher tier stuff. Uh, but to do that, you have to craft them. And the best way to get the material is to just, just to chain run the, like these dungeons. Okay. Which isn't fun. They're I mean, it's just, just like a grind. It, yeah. It's just like a, a grind because you, it's like you have to run it. It's like you basically, you go out, you run it 10 times and you go back to town, craft like four, four or five of these things. Or, or just, like, disassemble all of the seasonal materials that you got to be able to craft more of the things, to be able to open the open the uh, the thing at the, like, the little blighted mass or whatever at the end yeah. of the dungeon. So it's like you just run them. You run them to be able to run more of them to hopefully get the higher tier version of it. Or, or so that you can craft, like, the higher tier version of it to get the higher tier hearts. But then, like the ultra or like the most powerful version of these malignant hearts, uh, use a certain type of the consumable thing. Okay, which is just like, uh, which you at least to my knowledge so far, you can only get via crafting it at the table, and there's a certain one that you have to use, and it's a random chance that you might get it. Oh, that's fucked. And it's like, so it's like that's annoying. I'm I'm not using it too much i'm i'm like i'll i'll run them some to complete my seasonal challenges and maybe when i get to higher tier stuff i'll run it because i assume the drop rates and stuff will be or like the drop rates of material and stuff will be better at higher ranks so i'm just gonna level up I, i'm just playing the game right now as long as i have a couple of like the utility ones that make the game a little more fun i'll i'll be happy with just those for now hmm. the seasonal content itself it doesn't add a whole lot to it, but I'm I'm used to coming from like Path of Exile, where their league mechanic is usually very well integrated in the game, and you don't have to go out of your way too much for it. Uh, occasionally you do, but a lot of times it's just kind of like you play the game normally and you experience the stuff. But if you play the Diablo Four content normally, you only occasionally interact with it, 
you have you kind of have to go out of your way from what you were planning or from what you were doing to farm this thing over and over again to try to get the the best version of it. Hmm. So it's not it's not my favorite way of doing like seasonal content. All but, right, but the their season unlock system I do kind of like because it is. It's one where like you have challenges for each tier of the season, and as you complete more challenges, you unlock like the battle pass. Uh, there are free cosmetics and stuff associated with it, mm-hmm. and to go from like season seasons journey part one to part two, there's thirteen challenges. You only have to complete ten of them to be able to go to the next one. Oh, that's nice. If you complete all of them, then you get additional like points towards the battle pass. But you only have you don't have to do everything to unlock uh, the next tier of of the the season rewards. And uh, the, a lot of the new or every new aspect that they added, I think every new aspect is like the first tier of the season reward. Okay. Uh, you gain access to them, so it's like immediately when. Oh, excuse me, immediately when you complete se- the first portion of it, which. I mean, really, you can do by level 10 or something, like 10 or 15. You immediately have, like, some of the new aspects that you you have access to and can try to play with. So, it, at least that part's nice. Yeah. And then, like, every tier that you go up, you get some... They give you, like, a cache of materials, and then every tier has more aspects and stuff to make playing builds, like, at least the basic version of builds, readily available. So I kind of like how they've how they've done that because that's one thing I was curious. I was wondering how they were gonna differentiate it. So the way the season unlocks happen, good. Actual season mechanics, not eh. great. Well, hopefully they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those. It's, it's completely, it's comp- kind of completely new from how they they did like D three stuff. So right. So I, it's like I'm not I'm not gonna be too hard on it because. Uh, they they got a bunch of bunch of people angry at them over a bunch of different stuff. I'm not gonna complain too much because the season's mediocre. Mm. I'm just wondering, wh- like, wh- who thought that was a good idea? What was a good idea? Like all the all the immense amount of nerfs they did. Like like who signed off on the this? board of directors? <laughs> who signed off on this? Like ah, this will make people happy. All right. Well, it, <laughs> it was. The thing, I don't think it was a make people happy thing. Yeah, I, think I it was know. A more a, I know. Balance our game kind of happy. Yeah, it was. It's more of like there's some stuff that was out of control. We need to cut back on it. And they went instead of just like slashing at those, they kind of hit at those and then hit everything else because it's like there were a few you play few few outliers that were uh, trivializing everything in the game. Mm-hmm. And uh, by way of making sure that they hit those builds. Everything else got hit. Right. All right. Fair enough. Uh, I guess the last thing is I'll quickly touch on Pikmin because I played it. I actually want to buy it now. You know, I have not played a Pikmin game since the first one way back in the day on the GameCube. And I was a kid, so I really didn't know what I was doing. And I really didn't play it that much. And I never played Pikmin again ever again, honestly. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I randomly tried the demo uh, just because, like, it. man, it's getting, like, really really well reviewed i mean it's set, it was setting like an 88 on metacritic and shit Woo. it's getting like four out of fives five out of five shit like that miyamoto was the lead director for it Woo. like god dang 
Uh, so yeah, I played the demo. I mean, it's a Pikmin game. But I, I don't know. I just really enjoyed how chill it was. You know what I mean? Like how chill it was as well as just like, um, like at the same time, like, okay, I, I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. I just like, I like the constant objectives as well as the ticking clock of like, oh, you know, we, we need to do everything, you know, before nightfall, whatever. Oh, Dude. they brought the timer back? Yeah, timer. I'm assuming. I, not not a Pikmin guy here. Cool. So I, I'm a, if it came back, I'm going to take your word for it. Um, but yeah, you know, just because the timer ticking down of trying to get everything that you can done in whatever sector you go to for the day, uh, just to gather up materials and, you know, increase your Pikmin army, um, it's, you know, rescue your fellow crewmates and stuff like that. Fuck them. I, I don't know if creating your own character is a normal thing in like the third game or whatever, or the second game. I know it's not obviously in the first, but you get to make your own character. That's the character you're playing as. That was sort of the thing with this one. I do remember some, some of the stuff that I did have to see was like, cause Omar was the main character in all three games. And this is the first one where they're like, Omar's gone. So make your own Pikmin. Yeah. You start the game as, as Olimar and he's kind of just doing his thing, whatever. Uh, and then he, like, essentially gets fucked up. You know, it's crash landing. You do your thing around, whatever. Then shit just kind of goes south. And, you know, he calls for, for backup. And that's when you're coming in. And they even, like, during all, like, the fancy, like, um, uh, like cutscenes, like, describing what happens. It's just, like, it's very rare for a ship to crash. It's very rare for two ship to crash. That's just bad luck. <laughs> and you see your ship crash too. So it's like, oh, great. Here we go. Another ship crash. But no, I mean, I've actually, as someone who's like never been into Pikmin and never really played Pikmin, I've actually, I actually really enjoyed my time. And I, I don't know how long the demo is. I know everything that you do in the demo does carry over to the main game. So if you want to try it, just download the demo for free and all your progress can get saved. I don't know how long the demo is because I got to day three and it didn't end yet. So I have no idea when it will exactly end. Um, but I mean, I actually want to buy the game now. I, I, I already wanted to buy like, uh, uh, Pikmin one and two, just cause it's, you know, GameCube games that are now on the switch, just further increase the collection, just to increase the collection. But, um, you know, kind of want to now buy three and buy four and just have them all just to simply have it, you know, the entire franchise being on the console is pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I've actually enjoyed it. If you get Pikmin four, are you going to play it? Maybe. Maybe you should. I think it's pretty fun. Probably not. It's, it's, it's a relaxing time. It'll go on the shelf with Pikmin 1, 2, and 3. No, 1, 2, and 3 for, what, the GameCube and what? Uh, three's on Switch and uh, Hey Pikmin on the DS. <laughs> hey Pikmin. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, but, yeah, that's all That's all my piece on Pikmin. You know, not a lot. Of, it, it's a Pikmin game. I don't know what you want me to say. I can't compare it to other Pikmin games. I just enjoyed it. There's a demo. You should play it. It was pretty fun. It was a pretty relaxing time, honestly. Uh, so I, th- I don't have anything else. I don't think. No, uh, I don't got anything else. Yeah, anything? Uh, if, if I do, I can't remember it right now. I was racking my brain. I was like, I think I'm forgetting something. But uh, I mean, we could throw in just real quick uh, the announcement of Sparkball's second coming. Oh, oh that yeah, was the other thing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Do you got the date there? Because I put it. Mm. I put it in the Discord. Uh, in general, I gotta yeah, go through the PS5 crap. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna come back for its second round of early access on August 4th through the 7th weekend. Yeah, uh, and they said hope they're they're optimistic that a lot of the bugs that were that we encountered 
uh, hopefully a lot of them will be fixed. Uh, but we are unsure of <laughs> at this point of how many of the bugs will be back, but should still be in- enjoyable. Yes. Yeah, so looking looking forward to that. Hopefully I'll be able to play this time. Uh, all right, let's hit the weekly wrap-up and get out of here, boys. Uh, so already did that. So Ubisoft account drama, shut that out. Uh, so this recently popped up from people who have like their Ubisoft uh, account, whatever, and just haven't been on it in a while. They started posting an email for it online that if you have not been active on your Ubisoft account in some time, they will flat out delete your account and including any games that you purchased. Fuck. Yep. And it further confirmed that with the official Ubisoft support Twitter account replying to this, saying that there's a simple workaround of this, of logging to your account thirty, you know, after, you know within a 30-day period after you get that email. It's just like, so that basically confirms that, you know, that's actually a thing. So if you have a Ubisoft account and you bought some games on it and you haven't been on it in a while. Is that only if you bought games from their client? Yes. Okay. So if I bought, if I, if I haven't logged in by Ubisoft in a while, but I bought something on like the Epic store. Yeah, that should be fine. Okay. But that would be even worse. Yeah, that would be really <laughs> That fun. would be even worse. But as far as I know, it's just from the Ubisoft client. Because they do have their own shop, yes. I'm not I'm not. Yeah, mistaken. no, okay. there's their own shop. And okay. a, lot of, a lot of their stuff, you'll download it through a different game. But it'll you still get connected to theirs because they have like their challenges and stuff that you uh, for different games. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah, so uh, th- th- that's just one of those situations of where once again the, the everyone talking about on Twitter and everything, where it's just like that all digital futures upon us, and this is the shit that people are worried about. But on the counterpoint, let's be honest: how many people are actually using the Ubisoft client? <laughs> like, <laughs> I f- I forget they have one, but I mean that is pretty shitty though. That if you just haven't been on your account in a while, they will just flat out delete. I haven't gotten an email. I know I haven't been on mine. God knows how long. I don't think I've ever bought anything through the client. Yeah, I don't I, think. I've never bought anything directly through the client. Yeah. So, uh, next up, we did have uh, the Mortal Kombat One DLC characters revealed, and Homelander, Omni Man, and Peacemaker being the headline ones. Uh, Ermac, uh, Takata, and Quan Chi. I don't remember who Takata is. Uh, I don't know those last three. Obviously, I'm not a Mortal Kombat guy. But you don't know who Quan Chi is? Nope. Damn, I'm not a Mortal Kombat guy. Uh, but uh, no, the, the the I guess all the the leaks and stuff of Homelander and Omni Man and Peacemaker end up being true, and everyone is super excited for it. That is gonna be wild. Yeah, I'm 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 excited to. to to see those characters in there. I'm not a big like I'm not a big player of Mortal Kombat, but you I've like been, watching. I've it. been watching it like yeah. YouTube it's sort of funny. And stuff from- Everyone's having these sort of reactions. There's a Discord a part of, and someone took a hot take and was just like, they chose the most boring fucking people to be <laughs> guest characters. They immediately got jumped on in that Discord. <laughs> well, yeah. It's it's like they may not be the most exciting characters ever. They're just ones that are hot right now. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with Omni with uh Invincible season two got its trailer. We can only assume that that's coming out this year. Peacemaker will have a secret uh attitude adjustment finisher. Oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> that'd be so cool. Uh JK Simmons was confirmed to be voicing Omni Man as well. Okay. In the game. So shout out to that. Um but yeah, no, these are, these are very hot characters right now. Has anyone watched Peacemaker by chance? Nope. You would be the most likely. I don't watch shows. 
that. You watch more shows than both of us combined. I've watched one, like, relatively new show all year. Still more than me. Actually, it might be longer than that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, either way, uh, you know, pretty cool to see that finally coming out. Uh, We also got another DLC reveal, uh, which is very interesting uh, because it's been three years since the last DLC, and that is for One Piece Pirate Warriors 4. Uh, the confirmed characters is Gear 5 Luffy, uh, Uta, and Young Roger. And then from the datamons, you have uh, Yamoto, you have Hybrid Kaido, uh, Film Red Shanks, Kobe, and then you have Prime Riley um, and Prime Garp. So does I know. Anybody, does anybody like actually play these One Piece games? Josh Some does. People did at one point in time. Well, I was mostly just curious out of a YouTube because I have a question. Is. is Luffy in these games, is he like how they do Goku and like Xenoverse, where like every <laughs> that's a great question. all the different gears are a different character? Probably because I was I did that question. thought just popped in my head because they're like Gear Five Luffy, new DLC character. I'm like, does he have five variants? Man, that's I don't, a great I don't, question. I don't know. How many, I have no clue. I don't know how many forms he has. Um, is each form a different? In, no, actually, in terms of this, because no gear. Two and three are just like regular sets of his attacks. Gear four well, and gear five are different actual entire things for him. Well, yeah. So like gear two can't could be a transformation. But it's not because I did play yeah. the original One Piece Wars and it's just a skill you activate. Yeah, gear three is is not a transformation for sure. Well, I'm 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 I was more wondering like I didn't know how it worked because yeah. I assumed like some of it would be like in Xenoverse, so you have like yeah. Super Saiyan or something. You have yeah. your transformation there, but are the others like just another character? Like See, how they have playable four versions and of five everything. are. Okay. Yeah, four would probably have two different variants because four because there's Gear Four Bounce Man and there's Gear Four Snake Man. So there's two different transformations on that one, uh, and then five would be its own. So I would imagine like there's the base Luffy that can maybe go up to gear four. I don't know. Or maybe it just uses gear two and three. Maybe get the two gear fours are a separate character. I don't know. I have no clue. That's but a great question. I was going to say, if it's, if, if they have something like that, man, they get they're They're missing the opportunity of like, of characters of like Xenoverse yeah. two there. They'll, they'll, they'll pay. They'll make a DLC pack for anything. Yeah. I, I could see Luffy having like I don't know three or four variants maybe just you know if okay. if they did do Bounce yeah, Man that just popped in my head separately. I was like I was like how, how how many how many Luffys are on the character select screen Yeah that's a good question that's a great question uh, but no that was that was actually pretty in, interesting to see uh, that <laughs> new DLC after this long uh, then something else interesting to see Gundam Evolution is to shut down hasn't really? made it a year fuck that game <laughs> another mecha game down the drain. Yep, but meanwhile, there's another mecha game, game coming out soon, Armored Core that Six. Game, that game was not fun. I mean, it wasn't. No, it was not. I'm in agreement. No, Gundam Evolution was not fun. Uh, anyone that you know hears this news and you're upset about it and you didn't play it, you're better off. Uh, but yeah, Armored Core Six uh, that's coming out soon. Uh, it will support up to six player PvP with uh, spectator mode according to Japanese packaging. So that's just a little tidbit I want to throw in there. Uh, a rumor from uh, Jeff Grubb. Apparently, Metroid Prime 2 remaster is coming out soonish. See it when I believe it. Uh, believe it when I see it. Sorry. Uh, Overwatch 2 is coming to Steam. That's a thing. That's happening. Uh, and then this I thought was really funny. 
Uh, Activision Blizzard will pay $6 million to any Overwatch League team that is not going to renew their agreement in the Overwatch League. They just don't want Overwatch League anymore. No, because Overwatch League is reported to be less than 1% of Activ- Activision Blizzard's total revenue. You know what the problem with Overwatch League is? It's fucking impossible to follow anything that's happening. <laughs> I mean, I can follow it to an extent. You know, just because I know the game of Overwatch, but I do agree with you that it's kind of tough. It is. It is one of the. I would. I would almost say Overwatch as like a a spectator esport or as an esport for a spectator. One of the hardest things to watch mm-hmm. because it is just so confusing what's happening. Mm-hmm. How long until Overwatch League is dead? I give it less than a year. I would if they're paying out money for people to not renew their agreement. When's the contract no. renewal thing? Done? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. That's yeah. what I'm wondering because I'm gonna call six million dollars. I'm gonna call to it. it to, I'm gonna say it's team. done there. Yeah, I'm gonna be saying, yeah, they went. They probably went. Microsoft, we finally got the Microsoft money. Let's end this shit now. Yeah, exactly. Like, it's oh like my we're, god, we're fucking bleeding over here. Get this shit out of here. Microsoft's not gonna pay for everything. Uh, <laughs> speaking of Microsoft. Microsoft and Sony have reached their 10-year 10 10 year Call of Duty agreement. And there's the round the circle of Microsoft's 10-year deals to everybody. Yep. Well, but here's the kicker. Yeah, the fun part is the previous deal that they declined was for more than just Call of Duty. It was yeah. for yes. more Blizzard, like yeah. Activision Blizzard properties. Yep. And now it's just COD. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's all it is that's, now. That's Microsoft just giving you a the little bit finger. of a middle, middle finger yeah. on the way out. They're like, yeah, yeah, fuck you. Yeah, basically. I mean, I saw that, and I just like, I I think I quote tweeted it, uh, where it's just like uh, the gif of uh, uh, the dude from the uh, from the office, the main the main guy. Um, Which one? Steve Carell, uh, where he's just like doing this, and he's just like. And I was just like, this is Jim Ryan begrudgingly signing this contract <laughs> across the table from Phil Spencer. Uh, but no, yeah, no, the agreement's only for COD, though. That's just, that's funny as shit to me. Because now I feel like it's going to be a point where you really are going to see st- some of these some of these titles only come out to, um, you know, Microsoft and, you know, and Xbox consoles. And now I'm going to really Microsoft question... Microsoft consoles and then PC. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I'm really going to question, like, even though... You know, this is obviously a separate company, but there's no agreement in place. Now I'm wondering, after all this shit show that Microsoft went through with Sony, are they even going to entertain the thought of putting, like, let's say the next Elder Scrolls on PlayStation, or they just really want to give them the middle finger? You know what I mean? Like, do they really just like, you know what? Remember this time? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, you, 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 you remember those emails where you said that we would be that we would been better off announcing an electric car than announcing this deal, and that Sony and PlayStation should be fine? <laughs> yeah, fuck you enjoy not having elder scrolls I, i'm just curious if like this is going to be the future now because of everything that's happened with sony and jim ryan just being a complete prick uh no nah, it's funny as shit uh xbox live has officially been rebranded uh into xbox game pass core it's been a long time coming in my opinion rest in yeah, peace to xbox nobody live. gives a shit about xbox live yeah it's, xbox live gold it's, it's just game pass yeah yeah I mean, that, uh, it, that, I mean, it's about time. Yeah, I mean, you you could see it was about time whenever they would do the the games with gold every month, and it was just like the most random fucking games known to man. It's like that's a game. It's like here are your free games for the month with games with gold. It's like the last time they had a good game on there was like legit. I think a year and a half ago, and it was just Conquer Live and Reloaded. 
Like, that's a good one. But, like, other than that, it's just, like, the most random fucking titles possible. But, yeah, I mean, the the Xbox Game Pass Core, it's the same price as the Gold. It lets you do the online play, of course. Uh, they've changed the Games with Gold concept and now made it where you have access to... I, I didn't see the games. I don't know what games they are. I don't know if you can pick, uh, but it gives access to, like, 25 games from Game Pass. I think is what it said. I don't remember. Uh, so it, it's kind of like, you know, that like that PlayStation Plus collection almost in a way. So that that's pretty cool. Better than what Games with Gold was. Uh, there's also going to be apparently a Borderlands collection coming out because uh, it was right in South Africa. So shout out to, shout out to that. Got the, we also got the date for the Borderlands movie next year, uh, August 2024. Yep. So guess I'll go see it. We'll see. Uh, there's also a rumor that Assassin's Creed Red will be the last of the Assassin's Creed uh, open world RPG formula. Thank God to that, but I'm also disappointed that Red's going to be the one to end it because Red was one that I was actually really excited for, and I was hoping it was going to be more of the more traditional format because that's the one that's going to be based in Japan. But apparently, it's going to be the uh, from part of the rumors an open world format game. So at least yeah, at, at least, least this will be the last one though. At least for a couple years, and then everybody will be yep. crying back for the open world format because it was so much more fun. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. Yeah, uh, John's favorite game, High on Life, uh, has trophies appeared online, so that's indicating that it's going to come to PlayStation. I soon. about I about told you before we started. I was like, "Why the fuck are we talking about this?" Because <laughs> <laughs> it's your favorite game. You love this game. Uh, you're the one who actually played it. I did, and, and I enjoyed and, it, and enjoyed it. I played I this game it. for like an hour and was pissed off the entire time. <laughs> I thought it was a fine game. Uh, and the last bit of news is uh, Fort Solas has now gone gold. Uh, that's coming out, I believe, next month. Uh, so that's actually pretty cool. That's the game that's starring uh, Troy Baker and um, Roger Clark, uh, the space horror game, whatever. Uh, so that's a game that I'm actually looking forward to playing. So it's cool to see it's gone gold. Uh, and that's it. That's all I've got for the weekly wrap-up this week. Boys, you got anything? Um, AI-generated voices is really pissing off voice actors. Man, fuck the AI generated voices. Yeah. I mean I'm in agreement with you, but I I'm constantly seeing it pop up a lot more recently within the last month. Oh yeah, because I mean it, it well it all sparked the storm because of um I don't remember her name, but Futaba's uh yes. voice voice actress. And recently thus this past week was uh I forget her name at the moment, but uh the voice actress of Evie Fry from Assassin's Creed Syndicate. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noticed on TikTok a common one I'm seeing a lot of is Plankton from SpongeBob. Yeah, they're having Plankton just sing songs. Okay. Yeah. So that that's what that's that's the one I've seen a lot of recently. Um, See, uh, the one article that really popped off where a lot of voice actors were against were people doing uh, Skyrim stuff with people's AI voice generated and doing like 18 plus mods with it, mm-hmm. which. Well, I was like, damn, that's fucked up, people. Yep, I agree. What about you? You got anything? Okay. All right, I'm going to hit the music when we get out of here then. Like, comment, subscribe, rate, whatever your platform allows. Hopefully, I'll switch the camera. Um, yeah, if we missed anything, comment. And check out every of the games we've talked about, especially Pikmin 4. i got to push it. I do everything he said and more. And uh, if you made it to the end of the episode with us, thank you very much. And if you want to see some more uh, of us, we stream these episodes about uh, 6 p.m. Central Time on Saturdays. Thank you. 
Make sure to, to also check us out on our website, spark3.com. You can sign up for free or sign up five bucks a month. We appreciate that extra support. Uh, check out some Rogue Energy, uh, Agent Inc. jerseys, as well as join the Discord. Uh, and ATFS, by the way, is coming back every single week here on August 1st. So if you are a football fan, make sure to stop by on Tuesdays around 5.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. And a terrible football show will be going live. It's going to be a very fun season, and we're super excited. Uh, see you guys next week. Bye.